Previously on Myth Tarot Love, we examined the sun, Apollo, and Ra. Today's show will focus on judgment, Themis, and the judgment of Paris. Stories, cards, and symbols, and all of the above. Myth, tarot, love. Welcome to Myth, Tarot, Love, a show about ancient stories and new age wisdom. I'm Biddy, your expert in classics. And I'm Rose, your resident tarot practitioner. Welcome back, everybody. Hello. Hoot. <laughs> We're talking about judgment today. Grr. It's, uh, no, I don't know. <laughs> it's a card that really creeps Biddy out. It really does. <laughs> like, I would say if you don't have it in front of you, um, I would say pull an image up because at first I just see, like, an angel. It's fine. Everything's good. And then you look at the people and they're, like, dead and gray and disgusting. I'm sorry. <laughs> there's, there's something about gray humans that, that just creeps <gasps> Biddy out. It just creeps the heck out of me. Like, the nakedness yeah. is fine. Well, it's just like, that they're gray and they're like, They're oh. not quite dead because, like, you know, uh, they're standing up and stuff. But it does look yes. like they're out, They're coming out of tombs, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about that. We Let's will. talk about that. We'll talk about it. I just, <laughs> I'm just creeped out. That's yeah. All. Um, I think judgment isn't... It, it can be two things, like, um, it can be a salvation, it can also be a damnation, but it's, it's mostly a positive card, like, okay. when you look, when you receive judgment, it's normally, it does indicate a great change, kind of like death did and the tower mm-hmm. did, but it's much more positive than those cards, like, it's much more of a cleansing, um, okay. and it's also the completion of the promise of justice, mm-hmm. if you remember... Mm-hmm. Way back when, uh, card 11, yeah. <laughs> right, uh, in the Major Arcana, we had Justice that was saying, hey, what you do has consequences. Right. So well, is this the consequence then? This is essentially the consequence. Okay. Um, this, is, this is the judgment for how you have, um, for your actions, but also your inactions, mm. uh, for your intentions. Uh, everything kind of comes to a completion with the judgment card. Uh, but it's also, uh, so there is that change aspect in the, hey, you're going to be judged for the things that you've done or haven't done. Mm-hmm. But there's also a bit of cleansing involved with it as well. Because it's like, okay, well, now that that series of events is over when judgment appears. You've been judged for it. Now you can move past it. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. 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 So, so you don't have to worry about it anymore. Exactly. It's, it's it, the judgment lingering. is the thing that you've been worrying about, but it's over now after it happens. Right? After. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's it, it's you know the, it's testing day, mm. if you will. It's exam day. <laughs> right. If yeah. you if you've ever had an exam. <laughs> Right? I think most of us have. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So, if, oh, yeah. you know, you, you have the whole course and it all leads up to this. And there's a promise at the beginning of the course that there will be an exam That's true. at the end of, it the, is of almost, it all. It almost feels like judgment day. Like, okay, like how, much, day. how much do you actually know? Exactly. But once you write that exam, you're it's like, done. it's not yeah. like you can write it again. No. Anyways, it's yeah. like, you know what you know, you're being tested for it, mm-hmm. and then you're just going to be judged for it, and it's over after that. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's exam day of life, <laughs> <laughs> if you will. 
Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. So, um, I've actually never gotten mm. judgment as a person, like, before in mean? a reading. Like, um, so often oh, I like... Oh, like the... Like the, the card that represents the person. Okay. Um, I'm sure if it came up as that person, though, it would have slightly different meaning. It would be more like mm-hmm. you are the person who judges. Oh, okay. Right? So it's it would be more like you are... Um, the one who brings judgment towards others. Okay. Um, it would be a slightly different meaning in that mm. sense, but uh, it has often appeared as a future card, or mm. it can even be a present card, like a, the card that you are crossed with. Okay. Yeah. Um, it can also be a helper or an obstacle. Right? It kind of makes sense that it yeah. wouldn't represent a person, so it's kind of interesting that you haven't gotten that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know it's possible, it's just I haven't necessarily yeah. received... Like, most of the time when I'm giving a reading, the person has more of a question regarding judgment, but it's not mm. normally them being the one who's making the judgment. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, like, I'm sure it's possible yeah. for it to occur. The, the probability is there. <laughs> the probability, you know, it's, it's, all, it's all a matter of picking cards at luck and randomness, but... Sometimes when you, you start seeing the same cards appear for the same people over and over again, you start wondering, hmm, I wonder what the chances of that happening Yeah, that's would have been. very true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so let's talk about judgment, yeah. shall we? Um, okay, so we mentioned a little bit about what it looks like already. Um, when you look at the Rider-Waite-Smith deck, you have... The first thing that jumps out at me is this angel, mm-hmm. who is supposed to be the angel of Gabriel. Mm-hmm. He has red wings, uh, a blue top. He's in clouds. There's, he's kind of floating in the sky. Um, he has this flag on a... Is that a trumpet? A, like I, was a, saying, I was just going to call it like, a horn. Like an oboe. <laughs> Some sort of instrument. Yeah. It's like a horn instrument. Um, and there's a flag on it that has... Uh, it's a white flag with a red cross on it, mm-hmm. um, which for me, is kind of a, a healing symbol, right? Uh, but it, it can also be uh, a reference to the magician card from way back. The magician's robes were white and red oh, as well. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, it's not always clear in the tarot uh, if a character is female or male, and I would say that's the same with the Gabriel angel. It's not really clear if he's female or male, mm-hmm. but I do think it is Gabriel because he's like the... Messenger, messenger yeah so that makes sense yeah um in the background we have mountains that are referencing the mountains of the fool um mm. and this idea is very much this completion and you know it's you know you've reached the end when uh you start seeing signs of the beginning right yeah already um and as as are all endings in tarot they're always also new beginning cards mm. right mm-hmm. so um, if you receive judgment in in a reading, you're ve- there's definitely going to be a very big change that occurs, right? Um, but like I mentioned before, it's it's a cleansing change. It's not so much a uh, everything you knew is a lie and blah and yeah. destruction and it's not again yeah. not like the tower. No, it's not the destructive force of yeah. of the tower, and it's not a painful change mm-hmm. like death was. Um, judgment is is a change but it's more like the completion of everything you've been working towards right um whether good or bad Mm -hmm. yeah because it can go either way exactly and if you remember justice promised us 
that you do not get what you want. <laughs> you do not get what you expect. You get what you deserve. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah. a hard lesson. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's the that promise is very much fulfilled in judgment. Okay. Um, and then in the foreground, at the bottom of the card, you have, uh, it looks like six different people, mm-hmm. two men, two children, and two women. And, mm. yeah, <laughs> and they are all standing, and they have their arms outstretched, or one of them has their, their arms kind of folded in prayer. Um, and, like, they're all kind of welcoming the message of Gabriel and... Um, they're all very much looking up towards the sky and kind of saying, you know, take me, take me. It's kind of a transcendence symbol. Mm-hmm. Um, also an ascension symbol. This yeah. idea that you're coming out from the grave and uh, you're going to be moving for- towards um, some sort of afterlife, like some sort of eternity. Now, is it symbolic or is there a reason why? Because it seems like they are in graves, but the graves themselves seem to be floating in water. Yeah. Um, I would say that the water is more of a symbol of the subconscious. Okay. So it's this idea of um, the ideas and and, um, emotions that have been kind of floating around in your subconscious Mm. are emerging, coming out from from the depths, if you will, from from the death even. And... uh, being acknowledged but also um they're moving towards an, another life if you will yeah. so it's kind of like the aspects of ourself are moving towards an, an, a new life a new beginning um and if you remember in the in the tarot the men and women often represent different aspects of ourselves when right. we see men and women in cards so the man would represent the conscious logical side um, the women would represent the creative forces as well as the um, intuitive nature and um, like the subconscious side. Yeah, some maybe, like or... the, kind of like the subconscious side. Um, and then the child would represent the um, the chil- like the inner child, the those desires and the will and um, and I guess the joy in life as well. And they're all moving forward towards this new life, new beginning um, that is being brought upon them by the messages of Gabriel. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. So that's the card um, in the Rider-Waite-Smith deck. It, it is represented differently in other decks as well. Like if I go to the dragon or the Celtic dragon tarot, um, in this case, it is a person mm-hmm. who appears to be on their deathbed, and uh, they have a green dragon who is resting their hands, like who's resting his hands on the person, and kind of it almost looks like maybe, maybe healing, maybe forgiving, maybe um, just like seeing him off, maybe yeah, like easing the passage yeah. towards the next life, right? Yeah. Um, it's this. And, and I think there is a lot of this idea of death and going from the waking world to the world that is beyond life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there is very much a lot of these religious ideas in this card. Uh, this concept that death is not the end and that there is an afterlife and moving towards it. Um, judgment has a lot of these ideas in it. Um, although if you do receive this card, in a reading, it 
I it doesn't normally mean that in the reading. Like these are the ideas okay. that represent the card. Yeah. But if you receive it in a reading, it normally just means like your journey is coming to an end. Okay. And you are going to be judged for it, but it's kind of a, it's also a blank slate. Mm-hmm. It's like cleaning the slate and making it possible to go forward um, with a new life almost. Okay. Is this almost like a karma-ish card then? For sure. Yeah, there's a lot of karma involved. Um, But this is the... Whereas karma is sometimes that... Like, justice was very much a karma card. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, So karma is sometimes the the promise that all of your actions have reactions. (laughs) All of your actions Mm -hmm. uh, will be you know, uh, we'll have some sort of So this is like the end result. Occur. Yeah, this is that. the okay. event. This is the end result and saying, hey, now you have, now that that end result has occurred, you can move forward with mm. with new ideas. Um, the, the most negative aspect of the judgment card is when people aren't able to move on, uh-huh. I would say. Okay. Yeah. yeah, you can't like take the judgment or Yeah, like if you, if you keep trying to run away from the judgment... It's always okay. going to haunt you, mm-hmm. for one thing. Um, but also, if you do receive the judgment, and then you just are kind of stuck in it. So, like, using the exam analogy, mm-hmm. right? So, let's say you failed that course, and, okay, well, now you have the choice of do you take the course again? Do you take another course? Do you change your path? You know, But yeah. if you're really kind of stuck in this, oh, I, ch- I failed the course, and so I'm going to keep failing other things and you have those memories that just kind of Mm -hmm. if you're if you're carrying away the negative aspects of uh of your previous life they'll continue to bother you in the next one right so judgment's kind of saying okay you've been judged but it's a blank slate now you can start over now Mm -hmm. um if we look at journey into the hidden realm that card uh is not actually even called judgment it's called life renewed, um, and that's very much that idea once again. Only it's not really focusing on the promise of justice so much in this card. It's mm-hmm. more focusing on the fact that hey, life begins again. Yeah, um, and it's interesting because this is kind of some of the ideas and symbols of the world. It is, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what you had mentioned. You're like, oh, it's the world, and I'm like, no, it's judgment, mm-hmm. which is, yeah. It's um, so they call it life renewed. So they're very much focusing on what happens after the judgment's already occurred, mm-hmm. right? Um, and it's it's a beautiful card. There's this this young girl who's holding an acorn that's sprouting, and so cute. Acorns are a really great symbol for new beginnings. Mm-hmm. Um, like seeds in general are very big symbols of that but like a uh, an acorn tree it, it grows to be so magnificent and and beautiful and large but you see that it just starts from such a humble beginning and to see this little sprout in it it's um and she's kind of just offering it to the viewer as well so it's it's this idea of oh yeah <laughs> here you go here, here you here's, go here's, here's a new life here's yeah. a new possibility and you know it has a lot of potential in it mm-hmm so it's it's a very it's much more positive in that journey into the hidden realm aspect, whereas uh, the Rider Waite Smith deck has more of that balance of hey, um, we we told you this was coming, 
And now it's here. Yep. <laughs> here it's, we are. And here we are. Okay, so tell us a story. Will okay, you yes, I would love to. So um, I'm going to tell the story of the Judgment of Paris, but before I do that, I want to talk a little bit about the goddess Themis. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> that kind of didn't roll off the tongue goddess very well. Themis. Goddess Themis. Um, because as we, we've said, um, we're equating judgment. Not equating it, but it's kind of similar to justice. has yeah, something to do with it. There's definitely a justice theme in judgment. Yeah, sure. so what's funny is yeah. that when we talked about justice, um, I equated that to the goddess DK. And yeah. DK's mother is Themis, the goddess of judgment. That's super cool. So I'm like, yeah. yay. That so makes so much sense. So again, it's like almost like that kind of full circle and just the fact that... I love that Justice is like, hey, you guys better be scared of my mama. <laughs> she, she's going to get you. She's coming. She's coming for you. <laughs> yeah, so I really I really like that, that we have both of them and that we can yeah. kind of br- bring it together in, in a sense in that way. So Themis, like I said, she is a goddess. She is the personification of divine order, fairness, law... Um, natural law and custom mm-hmm. so um things that we've kind of i think custom makes a lot of sense for judgment honestly mm-hmm. because um it, like so much of what we decide is is just it has to do with our culture as well mm-hmm. exactly yeah um so her symbol is the scales which mm-hmm. a lot of people think that it's DK. Yeah. Um, that because she's often holding scales, Exactly, right? exactly. But it's actually Themis that is the one that's holding scales, whereas DK, like we said before, is the one that's holding the sword. Which, by the way, represents Libra as well. It's the oh, symbol, that's true. It's sim- the symbol of the astrological sign of Libra, which is all about balance mm-hmm. and things... Uh, Things working out. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Yeah. So maybe ju- this is also like making sure that everything's fair. Yeah. In a sense. Um, yeah, so she, I'm just going over my notes here. Yeah, so mother of DK, she is a daughter of Gaia and Uranus. Gaia, we're going to talk a little more about next week. Um, yeah. But Gaia and Uranus also had Kronos and other Titan, Titan and Titanesses. Um, but what's in- also interesting is that she is, um, Themis is also the mother of Hora, which is the personifications of the seasons in natural order, mm-hmm. as well as the Morai, uh, also known as the Fates. So they were the three goddesses that determined human destinies, um, specifically a person's lifespan and his allotment of misery and suffering. Oh my. So again, it's just interesting. So she's the mother of all of them. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. So it's just all these like little threads. That's how I see it. Threads through like everything that really has to do with law and order, like mm-hmm. like natural and karma and karma. Yeah, yeah. that's pretty cool. Cause uh, and effect. Yes, exactly. So speaking of cause and effect, <laughs> <laughs> the Judgment of Paris. So this is a fun story. Um, typically, when we look at the Iliad, this is something that we talk about first. There's actually a lot of precursor to the Trojan War before it actually starts and before the story of the Iliad um, takes place. So this is, it's a fun little story. So it starts with the wedding of Peleus and Thetis. So Peleus is a mortal. 
a mortal. <laughs> yeah, Thetis, he's a mortal. A mortal. He's like not a hero, immortal. Yeah, not immortal. <laughs> he's mortal. Yes. Yeah. Thetis, on the other hand, was immortal. She was a sea nymph. She was a goddess that Zeus kind of had a fancy for, as he does very often. <laughs> he has like a fancy for everything female, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and male too. <laughs> and male too. Yeah. He just likes to get he it on. Likes, he just likes it all. But there was prophecy-ish sort of basically he was told just don't (laughs) don't go after not a good idea so i was like okay instead he'll marry thetis off to peleus who actually they are the parents of the hero achilles Hmm. i'm just kind of neat okay um so during their wedding um actually their wedding was held on mount olympus so all of the gods and goddesses were invited to attend this wedding sounds fancy very fancy except (laughs) for eris so oh. Eris is the goddess of strife. She oh. was not invited. <laughs> Maybe Don't. not the best person to, to piss off. Yeah, not the best person to not invite to something that everyone else is invited to. Goddess She'll of obviously strife. find out. And she did, and she came. And I always get that image of, you know, in Sleeping Beauty when, like, Maleficent comes. Mm-hmm. It's like, you didn't invite me. Well, I'm going to give you these... Curses slash curses. So maybe this is where that idea came from. (laughs) Who knows? Possible, yeah, definitely possible. So she came and she brought a golden apple of the Hesperides. So I don't know, it wasn't really as like a wedding present, but she gave it to Zeus and was like, Here you go, you can give this apple to the fairest goddess. Oh shit. Yeah. Zeus luckily had a little more brains in this story, and he's like, I ain't touching that. No way, because... <laughs> That's a trap. Yeah, That is a trap. That is 100% a trap, and because he had to choose between Hera, his wife, Aphrodite, who in this story, story is his daughter... And, and also Athena, the goddess of beauty. Exactly. Obviously, Aphrodite wins. Well, <laughs> like, yeah. So, she is beauty itself. <laughs> like... Exactly, but smart, smart man. He's like, nope, not doing it, not touching that. And sorry, the third one was Athena. Athena, yes, okay. Athena. So what he did instead? Not was... Artemis. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Artemis wasn't even in. Wasn't it? Was yeah, she wasn't even in the runnings, unfortunately. Oh man. Um. So instead, Zeus kind of threw or dropped or whatever the apple came to Paris on on Earth. So Paris um, was a Trojan prince, but at this point he didn't know that he was a prince. He, prince, he was just a shepherd. And so he finds find this golden apple, picks it up. Oh, this is pretty cool. And then all of a sudden these three goddesses just appear to him out of and nowhere. Say, you must give this to the most beautiful. Yes, exactly. So, oh, but, no. but they gave him options kind of to entice him to choose them. So Hera offered to make him the king of like everywhere, basically a king of Europe and Asia. Like an emperor. Kind of, yeah, yeah. You will be Even king though he overall. was technically already supposed to be a king. He was. He didn't know at the this point yeah. but yes exactly Hera's not offering a lot <laughs> but that's pretty big to be king of everything okay yeah yeah king of all king of all okay so that that was Hera um Athena offered him uh wisdom and skill in war makes sense because she's a war goddess yeah he's and like, a okay. goddess of wisdom and wisdom he's like okay like pretty cool but let's see what Aphrodite has to offer um so she offered best him best sex of your life <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm joking. Okay, what did yeah. she offer him? No, no, it's fine. I'm like, well, I probably would would have picked that. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so 
Aphrodite offered him the most beautiful woman in the world that oh. to to marry, and the most beautiful woman in the world was Helen of Sparta. Okay. At the time, so he's you know being a young guy, obviously I want to be with the most beautiful woman, so he picks Aphrodite to win this. This prize of most fairest. So this story, like I said, is referred to as the Judgment of Paris. Now, because he chose Helen, or sorry, because he chose Aphrodite, Aphrodite gave him Helen. Now, sometimes, it depends. There's different versions of the story. So sometimes he kidnaps, uh, Paris kidnaps Helen. Sometimes, you know, Aphrodite gives her to him. It just, it depends. Either way, Menelaus is his her husband is upset, and that's what starts. Oh, wait, Helen has a husband. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, Did she... Paris know what he was doing when he was offered the most beautiful woman? It's like... <laughs> yeah. I guess. Not not the best choice, um, but that, too. So that's kind of another story as well, which is also... because he didn't have the wisdom thing yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just had the... The hormone penis thing. Right. How old was he? Uh, I think he, I would say like teens, late teens mm. at this point. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, so there there are others, another side of the story, like kind of the Helen side. That's mm-hmm. also a precursor to the Trojan War. But this is just showing, you know, how his judgment, his decision that he made has repercussions and no kidding <laughs> has not a happy ending for himself or any of the trojans for anybody for yeah for uh, goddess of strife wins again yep yep <laughs> i'm trying to think there is a movie i think it's like a disney movie um simbad adventures of simbad legends of simbad something like that okay and yeah. she's in that like she's the main bad guy in oh that the goddess one. of strife is yeah okay what's her name again eris eris okay yeah Oh, that's cool. I gotta rewatch that movie. It's a really <laughs> It's a really good movie. She's not as like mad as she is in, in this story. Oh okay. she's not good. as mad. She's just doing her thing because that's what she does. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, that's uh, The Judgment of Paris. The Judgment of Paris and the goddess Themis. So this is what you get for thinking with your penis. Yep. Yeah. Should have been king of everything. Been, yeah, king of everything. I would have picked probably, you know, Athena. Or, yeah, or wisdom. <laughs> like exactly. the wisdom. Wisdom would have been pretty cool. Like just for at the time, like it's it's particularly war wisdom. But mm-hmm. yeah, he didn't think that he'd need it, right? Mm-hmm. Until he takes Helen, then he definitely and needs then he definitely it. needs it. Oh, geez. Yeah, it's funny because like either Helen's gift or Athena's gift would have helped him. If he like pursued Helen, anyways, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Of his own regard, but yeah. yeah. Does does Aphrodite at least make them fall in love? Um, <laughs> yeah, like at least in the Iliad, I think it, it is suggested that she gets Eros involved as well to like make them attracted to each other, and she's she has a close relationship to Helen. Like Helen kind of yells at her for making her fall in love with him so Mm -hmm. they do but whether it's real or not that's kind of up for grabs or for debate so Hmm. yeah well that sounds like a good story there (laughs) like i said it goes on and on and on but that's 
that's for another episode, for, for another, another day. But yeah, today, before this episode, the Trojan ends, War is a, is a long story. It is, and I'm yeah. sure I feel like we'll talk more about it once we get to the swords, just because mm-hmm. I feel like yeah, it's it's an interesting it's an interesting choice too because like he is judged for it, mm-hmm. but it almost seems like his judgment, like this is what's sparking the eventual judgment, mm-hmm. right? It is, yeah. So it's it's almost like, but it is yeah. a new life as well, almost in the sense that like, yeah. his life with Helen. That's that's definitely that's a new what life. starts. Yeah. Um. So I would say that that's probably more of the negative side of judgment. Like that's a good example of yes. how, um, if you're carrying negative things from your past life towards the next one, mm-hmm. how it will lead to a worse judgment in the future than your present yeah. judgment. Yeah. yeah. Um. Which is very much this idea of trying to start with a clean slate instead. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Um, um, we have a couple more minutes left. Do we, we want to do Thunder are you ready and Thorns? For our Thunder <laughs> and Thorn. Yeah. Um, came up with a new name. We, we the, came up with a new name for essentially our, a rant segment of our, our show. Uh, this is because we call... Uh, Biddy, whenever she gets mad, we call her Thunder Biddy. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, whenever I get mad, uh, they they call me Th- Thorny Rose, I guess. <laughs> right? Um, anyways, so we're like, now it's time for the Thunder and Thor. <laughs> we try. We try. We try. Yeah. Thank we, you. We think we're funny. <laughs> we're probably not. Maybe. I don't know. Thank you for listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so one of the things that's been pissing Biddy off <laughs> is when people refer to um, older cultures, as any older, any culture. older culture whatsoever, as the ancients. Yes. All right. Uh, I can't even remember where where we even saw that, but it was just something online where it's we were like looking yeah, up the, a symbol. We were looking oh, up a symbol, it and it's like the ancients used this symbol to represent blah blah blah. Uh, and it's just <laughs> frustrating because <laughs> it's like you're not being specific at all. You're just basically saying old people. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just like not... you can pretty much like the ancients can essentially apply to anyone who's born before you. Yeah. <laughs> and so you're, it's not being specific. It's not saying which people or when or what time period, which makes a big difference. And it's like you don't care enough to check. It's pretty much what it's saying. You yeah. don't care enough to check. You don't care enough to check or you don't know. So you just think, oh, well, this is a good enough name to put there or term. Like, oh, well, the ancients. In ancient times. Like, therefore, even that. Therefore, truth. It's therefore like, you know how many tens yeah. and hundreds of thousands of years are, quote unquote, ancient times? Yeah. Ah. There are quite a few different time periods. <laughs> yes, periods and places and events, and you can just and just be a little more specific. It's not that hard. And if you can't, then just don't say it. <laughs> if you can't be specific, then maybe just you don't. shouldn't be saying it. Yeah. So that's my little the ancients, and I know something Ranch. similar for you. Oh uh, yeah, but one with of, science. When I one of the things that really pisses me off is when they say scientists prove, and then. Don't offer like any of that proof. Yeah. <laughs> Be like, science has now proven, uh, blah blah blah, and therefore truth. <clears throat> yeah. Well, there like first of all, there's many different kinds of science. <laughs> like, 
uh, you're like there's very few people who are good at that like multiple branches of science all at once for one thing is like are you talking about chemistry you're talking about physics if you're talking about physics what branch of physics are you talking about <laughs> right there's quite a few there um, and then to like not even offer like what what kind of experiment was done there or like who did it etc etc it's once again just saying okay uh i'm going i don't actually know what i'm talking about but if i say that science did it it's like an appeal to authority Mm -hmm. which is a logical fallacy but then you're not even providing the authority you're appealing to exactly (laughs) like you're not even saying who is the person that has proven this to you it's just yeah grr Grr! Grr and arg. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, uh, yeah. a little bit of that. No, maybe, our... maybe we'll say that's our vocabulary of the week as well. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot to do that, didn't I? Oops. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, well, that's that's all we got time for yeah. today, anyways. That's it. That's that brings okay. us to the end of our show. Yes. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening. As always, if you'd like to get in touch with us, we are on pretty much all social media platforms and email. It's just Myth Tarot Love. Um, also, if you'd like to support us monetarily, we would love that. <laughs> you can do so by pledging just $1 per episode on Patreon. That's correct. And what do we got going on next week? Next week, we are looking at the very last card of the major arcana (gasps) we're coming full circle and it is called the world we're looking at the world and uh what better representation for the world than gaia yeah right we're gonna talk about gaia um okay so our parting words for today come from american tarot association Mm -hmm. as they have for a while (laughs) (laughs) um okay here it is this journey is over But the next, a journey on a higher plane of existence, is approaching. Judgment is the preparation for that journey. The last stop before eternity. Talk about stories, cards, and symbols, and all of the above. Myth, terror, love.